0: And the ongoing GOP dysfunction in the halls of Congress, today's Senate Republicans blocked the bipartisan border security deal that they had originally insisted be packaged with aid for Ukraine, Taiwan and Israel. This it's the same deal that Republicans were demanding until a few days ago. But as it turned out, Donald Trump did not want it because he wants to use the border issue against Joe Biden in the fall. And this, I suppose, dashed the bipartisan dreams that Biden spoke of longingly when campaigning for office.
1: The thing that will fundamentally change things is with Donald Trump out of the White House. Not a joke. You will see an epiphany occur among many of my Republican friends.
0: Hmm. Not sure that epiphany ever happened, Melanie know who joins us from Capitol Hill. Um, doesn't see, I don't see any epiphanies, just a... A lot of people uh, fighting about the border and compromise legislation that is now going down in flames.
2: Yeah, that is certainly the feeling here on Capitol Hill where we are seeing politics winning out over policy. Just. Four Senate Republicans ended up voting on that Senate bipartisan border security deal that some of their own members helped craft. But there were probably more Republicans who actually would have supported it. But once they knew that it was dead on rival in the House, they didn't want to put a target on their back, especially with Donald Trump coming out so publicly against this deal. Trump, of course, wants to preserve this as a campaign issue for November. And that has really sparked some frustration on both sides of the aisle. Just listen.
3: The damage Republicans have done this week to their credibility cannot be understated. There are other folks that read the Facebook posts and the Twitter posts and saw different facts that they thought might be true. But I personally told them over and over again, they're false, and it's been hard to overcome. For some reason, we still believe everything we read on the Internet,
2: If you want to continue to use the southern border as a backdrop for your political campaign, that's fine. Good luck to you. Don't come to Arizona. Take your political theater to Texas. Partisanship one. The Senate has failed Arizona. Shameful. And Jake, one of the voices you heard there was James Lankford. He was one of the lead Republican negotiators on that bipartisan deal. He is now facing backlash from Republicans for helping to lead this effort. And meanwhile, Mitch McConnell, the Senate GOP leader, facing his own questions about his political future. So the tensions right now really high inside the GOP, All while Democrats are saying they're now going to try to campaign on this issue and hammer Republicans for not doing anything to solve the border crisis in November.
0: Lankford's facing Republican backlash for negotiating with Democrats and independent Senator Sinema, the most conservative border compromise that I have seen in 25 years of covering this issue. It's unbelievable. So anyway, Melanie, the Senate, um, there is this standalone bill uh, being offered now, which is originally what Democrats wanted to offer in the fall, standalone aid for Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan. Um, What's going on with that?
2: So the Senate right now is taking a procedural vote, but the key test vote is not going to be coming up until later. Right now, senators are engaged in an urgent round of discussions to try to come up with an agreement on a path Forward, but it is still really unclear whether they are going to have the 60 votes they need in order to advance this in the Senate. And it's also facing questions about what would happen here in the Republican controlled House if a package like that were to come over. Speaker Mike Johnson, so far noncommittal about what he would do if that were to come over, but Jake, it's just been a remarkable turn of events after four months of negotiating that border security deal. The Senate now exactly where it started four months ago, which is trying to pass a standalone Israel-Ukraine package.
0: Yeah, as Alfred once said, uh, some men just want to watch the earth burn. Melanie Mm -hmm. Zanotto on Capitol Hill, thanks so much with us now. Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut, he was one of the three uh, lead negotiators on the border compromise. He was the Democrat. We interviewed James Lankford on Monday. He was the Republican, and we interviewed... Uh, Kirsten Cinema, The Independent, uh, yesterday. Uh, Senator Murphy, um, thanks so much for joining us. The Senate seems to be heading into a debate and amendment vote uh, situation on the standalone bill for spending for Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan. Do you think that will
1: ultimately pass? Who knows? I-, I mean, this Republican Party is spiraling out of control as we speak. This is terrible for the country. It's terrible for the world. I, I mean, they told us back in the fall that they could not vote for Ukraine funding by its own, that they needed a bipartisan border fix. As you mentioned, the three of us, who are very different legislators, very different priorities, we got a bipartisan compromise, a pretty conservative bipartisan compromise. They told us this week that they were kidding. In fact, they didn't want to tie border and Ukraine together. And now we are back to where we were last fall, offering them a vote, a clean vote, on funding for Israel and Ukraine by itself. Right now, as we speak, it does not yet have more than a handful of Republican votes and is about to fail. Uh, Time will tell. Um, This is a Republican Party that has just become rudderless. And I guess to the extent they're tied to anything and anyone, it's Donald Trump who wants chaos, right? He wants chaos at the border. He wants chaos overseas because he thinks that will help him politically this November. And right now, Republicans are listening to anything he tells them, which is pretty awful. I was proud of my colleague, Senator Langford. He stuck with this compromise, even though all of his Republican colleagues abandoned him. He went to the floor today to explain why it was still the right thing to do for the country, and maybe once this Trump fever breaks, uh, his style of leadership will come back into vogue.
0: What makes you think the Trump fever is ever going to break? I mean, I, I mean, I've been I've been hearing people talk about the Trump fever breaking for for years now. I, I mean, at what point is it not a fever? It's just that. The Republican the body of the Republican body politic is just infected.
1: Well, I mean, but listen, the flip side of this is that we did actually see the Senate work for a short period of time when they weren't sure whether Trump was still in charge. Right after Joe Biden got elected, we had a pretty unprecedented run of bipartisan achievement, the infrastructure bill, the gun bill, the CHIPS Act. The gay marriage bill. I, I mean, I know everybody wants to believe that this place is perpetually and fundamentally broken, but we actually passed a lot of good stuff for a two year period of time, and then Trump once again reasserted himself in the party. So I am not of the school that we can never, ever find a path forward with some of our Republican friends, but on this issue of immigration, for the time being, they have very clearly decided they want chaos at the border. They do not want to fix the problem because they think that that helps Trump politically. Senator
0: Lankford, I have to say, did a very good job uh, advocating for conservative policy. Uh, I, I, I've been covering this now for more than 25 years, uh, and what you agreed to was more conservative than the legislation that Marco Rubio and Lindsey Graham put forward with the Gang of Eight back in 2013. Uh, and it seemed bizarre to me that Republicans wouldn't take yes for an answer. I want to run something else, Senator Lankford said. Uh, during his
3: speech this morning defending the compromise. This is the pen that I was handed at that desk when I was sworn in to the United States Senate. And I signed a book that was at that desk with this pen because I was becoming a United States Senator. Because the people at home sent me here to get stuff done and to solve problems. There's no reason for me to have this pen if we're just going to do press conferences.
0: That's the angriest I've seen, Senator Lankford. Uh, uh, You probably have seen seen him angrier behind closed doors. Could the border compromise be resurrected or is it just dead?
1: Well, I actually haven't seen him angrier behind closed doors. That is as angry as he gets. I was actually sitting, standing in my office Uh, with a number of my staff people watching him give that speech, we were all absolutely awestruck by, you know, how strong he has been at this moment, when all of his colleagues are abandoning him. Uh, The short answer to your question is, Jake, is that I think, for the time being, um, Republicans are never going to compromise on immigration. I think the only way that immigration ever gets solved as a problem is if Democrats are in charge of the House and the Senate. We change the rules and we get something passed with a majority vote. I think Republicans can't imagine a world in which the problem of immigration is solved, like, what would they do on their weekends, if not drag the press down to the border to show off how broken it was? What would they do if they couldn't complain about this as an issue? I don't think they can live with a world in which immigration is solved. And so, for the foreseeable future, I, unfortunately, don't see any world in which we resuscitate this compromise that so many Republicans said they wanted, but then ran away from as soon as it was put on the floor for them. I mean, and just a reminder for everybody at home,
0: uh, the Republicans controlled the White House from the election of Donald Trump uh, 2016 through 2019 uh, uh, and did not pass immigration reform with control of the House, Senate and the White House. And, and uh, I'm really awestruck, uh, and I, I don't mean that as a compliment. Senator Chris Murphy, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you.